So we're here today with the great Cooper Allen. This is our first podcast in a couple weeks to a month. We took some time off because, you know, bar business life was a little crazy in New York, but got a clean slate today. You know, maybe a new governor or something, but who knows about that. But we're free again to talk and have fun and not worry about anything. So we're back on the podcast. First episode, we'll call it season two. First episode of season two. And we have the great Cooper Allen. Uh, Cooper Allen has 291 followers on Instagram and a whopping 4 million on TikTok. So we're very excited to have him today. And harmless plug, he's playing here live Saturday, August 21st. So we wanted to talk to him, get to know the man that's playing this stage, already selling tickets. So thank you for being with us today, Cooper. Dude, it's an honor. I'm pumped to get up there. I've heard uh, heard legendary things about the club, so I can't wait to rock it out. Cool. A little uh, side story. When so a million agents and bands call us and say, "You got to book this guy. You got to book my band. They're great." Blah blah blah. We get ten of those calls a day. But uh, Victoria, right, is helps you out. Victoria Shaw. She called. Yeah, Victoria's. Yeah. Yeah. How is how do you get linked up with Victoria? Let's start with that. Uh, so Victoria is my um, she's my publisher. Uh, in Nashville and producer and um, now business partner. We opened up this uh, record company together and I got linked up with her, man. Um, years ago, I was a about to be a senior in college and I was interning up in New York uh, for Anheuser-Busch living up there. And we'd gotten connected through a family friend and um, I went out to one of her shows over at Birdland, um, kind of in Times Square area and uh, fangirled over her a little bit. And um, she was nice enough to you know, get breakfast with me the next day. And we just kind of stayed in touch. And um, she turned into a great contact, which then turned into an, you know, official partnership. Um, and she's been, I've been working with her ever since I got to Nashville a little over three years ago. So uh, it's really nobody better to learn from songwriting wise, you know, just how to be a badass. She, she does it all. So mm-hmm. it's, um, it's been an honor to work with her and we're thriving, baby. Yeah. So she called and spoke to Ruby, like, you got to check out this guy, Cooper Allen. And like I said, we usually don't listen to anything, but we checked you out and we saw how good you are, all the followers. So we're like, yeah, let's give it a shot. <laughs> I was so. like, Tim, this is legit. Call them back. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and you, I'm Ruby. Really, <laughs> not taking credit or anything, yeah. but no, Victoria was awesome. And obviously, you only have to Google Victoria Shaw's name to see her resume. She's she's a boss. So <laughs> sounds like a match made in heaven for you guys. And I didn't know oh, you had a New York connection. How long were you up there for, uh, for that job? Yeah, I was only up there for about three months um it was just kind of um you know i did business school in college so you just kind of did internships during the summer that's what you did and um i got a job with anheuser-busch and they just kind of place you wherever around the country and i was pretty fired up when they placed me in jersey city so (laughs) i could live in manhattan and do the whole new york thing for a summer so funny you work at anheuser-busch because we're one of the biggest bud light (laughs) facilities going so we have (laughs) all those connections there so maybe we met in uh prior meeting in life or something like that <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they love you guys i'm sure y'all can sell yeah. the hell out of some beer oh yeah of course <laughs> Big where uh I was, that was one of my questions uh where did you go to college what did you study before the music yeah, yeah i went to uh, unc chapel hill uh just like the rest of my family dad both my brothers uh, my mom didn't go there but you know i was just a carolina fan forever and wow. you know I, I always knew i wanted to do music but i really wanted to get college under my belt and have that experience and cut my teeth playing in college bars and doing that scene and just become a better performer. So I've studied business yeah. on paper, but um, the the best kind of education for me was that whole college bar performing education, cutting my teeth. Yeah. 
Yeah, I was going to ask, like, was music something you always wanted to do, or did you have another job and you said, all right, enough of this, I'm going full-time into music? How did that kind of go for you? Yeah, I knew, you know, since high school that I wanted to do it at a, you know, try to go after it and really do it. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, you know, I just, I kind of wanted that life experience of doing the college thing first. Uh, but yeah, the minute I graduated, moved right out to Nashville and it was a, it was a no brainer for me. And um, it's, it's been fun ever since. And have you got a musical family, Cooper? Is that the, is that the background? Like you mentioned your parents there. Uh, yeah, I, I'm the only one that plays um, in my family, but, you know, music's kind of always been our thing. Um, showing each other music, going to concerts, um, you know, our, the way we bond is pretty much music and sports and, and a lot of it. So, yeah. um, you know, I was raised on some pretty good music, a, a little bit of everything, and then liked kind of what my older brothers liked and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I definitely owe a lot of it to, uh, you know, how my family raise me with music and all that stuff it's just always been a big part of my life okay and for anyone who doesn't know uh cooper like how would you describe your music and what what you are right now i'd say you're an up-and-coming country star but i mean how would you describe your music or like your own brand right now yes yeah, it's, it's definitely country um you know definitely kind of that modern what i like to think is the radio country sound um but you know it, it, it's it's a very rocking live show it's a lot of fun. It's something you want to hang and drink beer to and, and come to with your friends. And, you know, I just try to make things that uh, make music that says it a little bit differently than everybody else. And, you know, talks about the same things that country's always talked about, you know, love and loss and, hmm. you know, toughness and all that stuff. But just kind of doing it in a little bit different of a way. Yeah. Um, and some the TikTok thing has really, really allowed me to do all that and, and put out music that the fans want to hear. We'll get to some of your music later, but um, you know, Ruby's asking about your family. Like, did any or did any family or friends teach you how to sing and play guitar? Or is it something you were uh, self-taught? Um, I wasn't self-taught. I, I took lessons. Um, you know, guitar lessons. My first instrument was actually the trumpet. I started in fourth grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was in like a really big disco music phase, which really? we'll just we'll, we'll kind of erase that one from memory. Hey, we like disco. <laughs> we do disco nights here. Maybe you could throw in some uh, disco songs. Hey, you, you never know if I start because I wanted to be in Casey and the Sunshine Band. That's why I started playing the trumpet. Oh, that's awesome! And I then, love them. I think my family got sick of that. Bought me guitar here for Christmas <laughs> and uh, started doing guitar lessons. Figured the girls might think that was a little bit cooler than the uh, than the trumpet. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> yeah guitar lessons and uh, you know I was in like chorus and choir all in middle and high school and um, you know learned a lot vocally from that and then just kind of did my education by going out and, and doing it. Playing in bars. Did you hang up the trumpet, or did, do you still break it out every once in a while? Uh, it was. It, it used to be so embarrassing, <laughs> and my band used to hate me for this. But I would. I, I think I stopped after my freshman year in college. But uh, pretty much every show, I would bring it up, and you know, short skirt, long jacket by Cake. It's it, it's. Word. You would recognize the lick, but it has a trumpet part in it. That's. Right. And I would bring it up and play the trumpet part during that song every time. And <laughs> everybody would just roll their eyes. And of course, drunk people in the crowd were like, oh my God, he could play the trumpet. But yeah, it's something I remember, the, I remember two notes, so I did, did the job for that. <laughs> that works. <laughs> what else? So as I said, you have 4 million followers on TikTok. And uh, what, what's the name for anyone who's uh, listening now? Um, was it Cooper Allen Music on TikTok? 
It's uh, Cooper Allen one on TikTok. Um, Cooper Allen music on Instagram. Allen's Cooper great. Allen on Facebook. Cooper Allen Spotify. Allen spelled A L A N. That's a common mistake. One uh-huh. A. So, 1A. can you talk us through like your TikTok journey? Um, were you kind of like on other social platforms before? When did you discover TikTok? Like, can you talk us through that? Totally. Um, so, I mean, I had some stuff going on uh, musically. Like, I'd had a song get on some playlists and stuff. Um, but my social numbers were low. I, I wasn't really working all that hard at it. I just didn't think social media was really for me. Um, and so then the pandemic hit and I couldn't play shows. I couldn't really do anything. I don't really like you know, being idle, uh, I'm sure y'all understand that. So, you know, I just, my girlfriend had mentioned TikTok to me. Victoria had mentioned TikTok to me. Um, a bunch of people said, you got to get on this thing. And I was like, oh, it's just, it's just kids dancing. It's, it's huh. stupid. Um, but then when there was nothing else to do, I was like, okay, well, let's give this thing a try. And, you know, I kind of half-assed it for a little while and huh. then really started to dig in and kind of learn more about the app and what, what it kind of took to, to do well on there and had my first video kind of pop off or whatever and um, saw the followers come in. And in a day, I had more followers on TikTok than I had on Instagram, you know, in wow. forever. So I kind of saw it as a, a growth opportunity, an opportunity to reach a mass amount of people on a low budget and without kind of the whole uh, industry machine pushing stuff out there and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. So I kind of made it my full-time job um for the next year and a half uh and i still spend a a ton of time on it um just because it's allowed me to to build a fan base and kind of do a lot of cool things on my own um and it it especially got cool when they started you know diving into my original music and uh, it's been absolutely career changing for me and i'm fortunate that people like my stuff on there and that um and that i put you know, my time in there, I'm uh, just, I'm fortunate that that's where people push me to spend my time and I've worked hard at it. So, yeah, we were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago. It's crazy that TikTok and the pandemic, it worked out perfect for TikTok. It blew up during that. And the amount of users on there, is, it really is crazy. Like you said, you get more users on there in one video than all of Instagram. So it is pretty cool. Yeah. I think what lots of people went through that transformation of realizing the actual like power of it and what it's good for. We, uh, I was definitely skeptical f- at some point as well, but now I'm completely converted to TikTok. It's, I think it's the best platform out there right now. I agree. It's just kind of, I don't know, it's broken a barrier between, um, artists and fans and it's kind of sure. created this authentic connection that, um, fans take ownership in as they should. And I don't know, you kind of see an artist come up and you feel part of that. And you're also discovering music that, you know, you haven't really been able to discover before because the platform hadn't been there. Definitely. So I, I think, I think it's, it's awesome just been an that. awesome thing. And what, what was, uh, what was that video that kind of made it take off for you? The, the first video I ever did, I was sitting at a table and I gave my mom a phone and I'm like, mom, just don't tell me what you're going to ask, but just, at some point today, just walk up and ask me to sing a bunch of stuff. And so it was like, sing George Strait. And I sang, it's Eric Church. And it was like, you know, five or six artists or whatever. And for some reason, that did really well. Yeah, those <laughs> mashups just, you have are crazy, you know. <laughs> thank you, man. I'm, I'm, you'll see them live. I, yeah, I do a lot of those, uh, <laughs> you know, on the spot live. And that, that always gets the party going. So it's just super, you're just super talented and creative in that stuff. I can't rhyme two lines together and you just throw a whole song together on the spot there it's really something oh well thank you man i I appreciate that and 
you it's just fun. You know, I've kind of found my stride on it. Yeah. Do you have a favorite or? A favorite. They're your mashups. The Colt oh. 45 one's pretty popular, it seems. Yeah, that one that one took off for sure. Um, and I remember when I posted that, I was like, oh, this is going to be so stupid. I'm going <laughs> to get so much shit for this. <laughs> and I posted it and people liked it. So. Yeah, it was great. I think I um, like the shaggy one the best. It wasn't me. Yes, that is one. Uh, that's also one. one of my favorites. <laughs> that, that, that's a low-key, more of a, a deep-cut favorite, but I, that was the one I was probably most proud of. Nice. So, um, <laughs> you know, we uh, see a lot of musicians and bands here and cover bands and everything like that. It seems like the hardest thing for them, even though, like, the really talented singers and performers, say, like, drummers, something like that, is to write songs. But it seems to you, like, it, like at least to us, it, it seems so natural. Like, what is the writing process like for you? And is it as easy as you make it seem, or is it a constant struggle? Um, I, I'd go somewhere in between, um, easy and, and struggle. Um, I'm lucky to have learned from day one of being in Nashville, um, getting to work with Victoria and write with her friends and kind of, you know, you really go to the Nashville School of Songwriting pretty much by yeah. getting out there and, and doing it and you know, surrounding yourself with people who are way better and more talented than you. Um, and I'm fortunate to have had that from, from day one. Um, and it's just like anything you work at it, the more and more you work at it, it's like basketball or football or whatever. You just kind of hone your craft and get better. Um, you know, it, it's certainly gotten easier for me to write a song. There's still some days where it's not easy. Um, but you know, I, I think writing a, a hit or a song that really connects to people that's never easy for anybody, even, yeah. even the best guys. Uh, if you look at kind of the, your hit percentage, it's uh, pretty low compared to the amount of songs you write. You know, I write four or five times a week, and, you know, you think I've, I've really only had four or five songs kind of, you yeah. know, hit with people in the past year. So it's certainly a struggle, and but it's fun, and you're writing what feels good to you, and you're kind of finding your voice and finding ways to say what you feel and what you think other people feel and, what they might connect with and at the end of the day we're making music it's uh it, it can't get a whole lot better than that in terms of a career path so yeah, yeah, on the like tough days job. you just remember that you know you could be doing things that are that are a lot worse for sure yeah that's a good attitude do you you were talking about some of those guys who are some of your uh, like biggest influences right now biggest influences um i, I like so much of the stuff out there right now um biggest influence ever uh, weirdly enough is kid rock really he's <laughs> just uh, yeah people are always like oh, it's interesting yeah, and great. i like like the rap rap rock uh -huh. kid rock stuff um the most but I, i've always been more influenced uh by live performance mm -hmm. um more than anything um you know songs and stuff I, I love all of that but when i go see a show and it moves me in a really powerful way you know i see that person as kind of an influence and somebody I, I base stuff off so kid rock was I saw him in eighth grade in Greensboro, North Carolina for the first time. I didn't know any of his songs yeah. and I was sitting there with my family and I just never seen anybody perform like that. I'd never seen that authenticity, that energy, that just like command of the stage. And I never had anybody make me feel like that in an audience. And so that's why I looked at my parents and I was like, that's what I want to do. I want to do that every night. I want to make people feel like that. And um, that, that's kind of what got the whole thing started for me. So I'd say he's my biggest uh, performance influence, um, even though you know our music isn't really the same, and yeah, he looks a lot cooler now. on he looks a lot cooler on stage than I do. But you gotta you know. get the American flag pants and stuff, you know. 
Exactly. Bow with exactly. the Bow is probably my favorite song in eighth grade, too, so I get it, you know? Hey, there's just nothing better than rapping rock guitars, man. Yeah, I know. I get to hype, <laughs> just get something me about it. up. <laughs> well, um, for anyone who's going to listen, and, you know, obviously we hear your voice, they'll watch your mashups, they'll see you live, and it'll be like, this is one of the most talented guys around. You joke around about not having an agency, not being on the radio, you know, not signing with a record label, and you're just using yourself and TikTok to tour and blow up, which is working. But uh, is that something like signing with one of these labels and stuff, something you want to do or you uh, kind of want to stay on your own because it is working? Well, well, thank you. And, um, you know, it, it's definitely something you want to do yeah. at some point. You know, the record labels are un- um, record labels are completely necessary and, um, you know, bring so much to the table, especially in country music with radio and all that stuff. And just having a dedicated team around you, um, record labels are awesome. And I mean, no, uh, you know, no trash talk to labels when I say any of that, but mm-hmm. there's just kind of an opportunity to do it all, do a lot on your own right now. Yeah. And we're just kind of enjoying that opportunity, that flexibility, um, you know, cause we can, we can reach people and build something uh, special and, and move fast cause TikTok moves fast. And it's just yeah. kind of this whole new, music industry that uh, that the apps created and um we think we understand that uh pretty well and can you know at least take as much advantage of it as possible and then when the right time comes along you know hopefully um yeah. you know some sort of label partnership or something like that um where it's you know them fueling the fire a little more than taking over the ship yeah they'll be lucky to have you and then you could uh, start a bidding war because I think a bunch of people will be after you, you know? We like bidding wars. <laughs> yeah, get paid a little more. <laughs> so it's crazy, too. You're on TikTok, and then you started touring. Uh, when was your first tour or the first date, and, uh, you know, how's that been, been life on the road? Oh, it's been awesome. It's uh, it's completely new to me. Um, I, had, I just hadn't really been able to tour before covid or any of that stuff just because mm-hmm. not many people knew my songs yeah. nobody was really going to come buy a ticket to see me um so th- that's all kind of changed luckily you know on a, on a small degree but it's uh, just kind of my first time getting to fill these rooms and play to people and they show up and buy tickets and know the songs it's a really surreal thing um so my first our first date i toured with uh, alexandra k and thomas mack um two other tiktok uh, artists and we did a little Midwest leg and hit like Memphis, Louisville, Pittsburgh, Detroit, Chicago, a bunch of places throughout the Midwest. And uh, these rooms were filling up yeah. and we sold out seven of, nine sh- seven of nine shows on the tour in markets that we've never played before. Um, completely hard ticket stuff. You know, these rooms were, would have been empty if we weren't there. Uh, so that was, it was just a really gratifying, cool experience and, and my first time doing it. So it's kind of the first time I've ever done something in music where every part of it was better than expected there was no letdown uh no nothing so um that was really really cool and we're just excited to keep it going and i've got you know a bunch of one-offs like coming up there and yeah. doing something in buffalo dc and then we're hitting the road again me thomas and alexandra going through the south starting in september so that's the fun thing about the road is you can uh you can just keep going with it it never really ends if you don't want it to that's cool yeah and i guess you get to see the whole country you know you don't even think of that absolutely like i i probably never would have gone to lawrence kansas um you know on my own but then i go and i realize this is like the coolest place ever so it is cool to see all those places and you know just kind of i don't know places i've never been before yeah 
What is what has it been your uh, favorite venue so far? Can you pick one? Or favorite Ooh. show? Favorite favorite show. Probably on that run. No offense to anybody. No, no. But uh, D- Detroit was pretty awesome. Really? Uh, I-, I think that was probably the most tickets we sold. It was on a Saturday in this, like, it, it was a great venue. It's called the L Club. And it's almost like an electronic kind of dance venue. Uh, but we brought country music there. And it is literally, when I say it reminds you of a fraternity basement party, <laughs> it reminds you of a fraternity basement party. It is sweaty. It is packed. <laughs> it is awesome. And it just, it felt like a college bar in there. And awesome. um, that was the most packed, you know, a room had been, which was fun. And, you know, they were singing the songs, all that stuff. And I probably burned, you know, 2,500 calories on stage, which when you can get a workout in while you're playing, it's a good thing. Awesome. Of course. Do you have any uh, crazy stories yet, or the road's been somewhat tame, or uh, you don't want to talk about them? Um, any disaster <laughs> moments? <laughs> uh, it's been somewhat tame. The you know you always have the stuff that that goes wrong, but yeah, I'm lucky that after playing so many college bars yeah. in college and doing those ten to two sets, you see you see just about everything. You have everything go wrong. Mm-hmm. You have you know every instance where you know, you have to take one of your bandmates to the hospital because he jumps up and hits his head on an <laughs> LED light and has to get stitches during a cell. I, I, I've seen so much of it. Yeah. So um, luckily, a, a lot of stuff, I guess, uh, doesn't phase me as much uh, just because I have been uh, I've been screwed many, many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Cooper, uh, for the August 21st show, obviously here at Mulcahy's, uh, what would you how would you describe it? Someone who's maybe never heard of you, who's considering coming down. Is it just you by yourself that night? What can they expect from the show on August 21st? Yeah, it's uh, it's just me by myself. I think I'm doing like 90 minutes or two hours or something. And it is, uh, it's a, I, I don't want to toot any horns or anything here, but it's a lot of freaking fun. Toot, it right, is, yeah, uh, yeah, we're here to you will, <laughs> Yeah, you will, you will hear the, uh, you know, the songs that are slower and mean something, but I do a lot of high energy stuff. I do a lot of mashups live. I try to get a bunch of stuff in there that everybody knows. And uh, my big thing is, you know, I want to play a lot of my own stuff and you'll hear a lot of that, but I want to get people singing along and, and dancing at the same time. And, um, you know, it'll feel, it'll kind of feel like you're back in college, uh, Mm. chilling, drinking beer with your friends. And hopefully we can get all, uh, nice nice and sweaty together cool <laughs> it's funny too this venue too like it's a big place but it has that like i don't say college but it has that like you could get really drunk here and have a good time feel it's not like a, yeah. a proper like don't step in front of me like ten dollars a beer kind of place like it is fun uh, i think you'll be a perfect match so we're looking forward oh, thank to you it. man I'm, I'm really looking forward to it yeah. and i've heard uh i've heard a lot of incredible things about it cool We'll let you go on just a couple minutes. I know you're squeezing us in here in between gigs and everything like that, but just a couple more. you know. And for anyone listening, again, check out Tough Ones, The New Normal. I was jamming out all last night. Those are some of your originals, and uh, they're, they're just great. So everyone I appreciate check it, out. it, man. Really appreciate it. Do you have a favorite song you wrote? I know it's probably like your kids. You like them all, but... Yeah, you know, you can't, uh, you can't be too picky because you got to like them all, but... Um... You know, t- Tough Ones is probably the most special one yeah. to me. And, um, you know, hearing crowds sing that um, and that kind of being the one that they belt out the loudest, that kind of creates the coolest show moment for me. And, yeah. you know, I kind of get emotional uh, every time it happens. So, yeah. um, 
I saw that, that video. That was probably my said, favorite right now. You post that video of people singing it back to you. That was cool. Yeah. yeah hopefully, Long Island sings it too. Oh, for sure. All right. So, uh, what was what would be the ideal future for Cooper Allen? You know. You know the the ultimate goal, and it's always lofty. And you know, I don't want to sound uh, cocky when I say it, but I'd like to be an entertainer of the year. I believe. You know, why, why would I be doing this if I didn't want the uh, the biggest prize and all of it? So. That's ultimately my goal, but, um, you know, just keep having that connection with the fans, keep building that up, keep putting out music that people like and people want and um, things that people can relate to and, you know, sing to when they're sad and happy and get married to or show their kids to or use it during tough times, all that stuff. Um, That's what it really comes down to, and that's what's most important to me. Uh, And then keep kind of having those moments live where we're, we're playing the songs for everybody and people singing back and just kind of keep keep building this thing the way we're building it. It's a, it's a super, super fun ride, and I'm just super fortunate to get to do what I love every single day and get to be surrounded by a lot of a lot of great people that are helping me out a lot. That's awesome. That sounds good to me. Um, you're still young, but uh, what advice would you give to any uh, young and up-and-coming singer-songwriters? Uh, do it. Go out and play. And it doesn't matter how many songs you have, how good you think you are, try to find anywhere that will give you a gig and do it and just do it a lot and get better at it and try to do as much as you can on your own because there are tools to do that now, uh, Mm -hmm. whether it's social media, whether it's going out and grinding, playing bars or on the road. Um, It's a really, really, it's a long process, so you got to love the process. Um, And if you're a country musician, the best advice is always move to Nashville and, uh, Mm -hmm. Listen when people tell you that because you, you, you got to be here to really get things going and, and to kind of, I don't know, re- reach your full potential, I think. Yeah. Um, it's just the best creative environment to be in and just the best uh, area to surround yourself with uh, pretty badass people. So uh, Are you living there now? Or like between I tours? Have, yeah. I yep. I've uh, lived here a little over three years and my girlfriend and I just moved in together. So oh, uh, life is good right now, man. Oh, good for you. I want to make another trip there. I was there a couple of years ago, but it rained all weekend, so I have to <laughs> come back, I think. So maybe I'll hit you well, up when I like get down Well, it's like 95, there. sunny, and humid as hell here right now. <laughs> so it's <laughs> it's uh, it usually doesn't rain. So yeah. I'll get back. I'll, I'll yeah. text you. Uh, any other questions, Room? Getting into uh, Cooper Fest, surely. Oh, yeah. So we have this uh, thing. You know, We've done a couple episodes, and we like to ask everyone this uh, one question. So, say uh, you have an unlimited budget, unlimited venue. What would be your all-time favorite concert? You get one headliner and one opening act. You have to pick two bands. And then if you have a VIP table for four, who would your three guests be? You know? Okay. So Unlimited only, budget, dead or alive <sighs> artist. Wow. Headliner and opening act. Okay, well, Kid Rock's headlining for sure. I was thinking that. You kind of answered that one. <laughs> oh. Opening? Mm. I would probably... God, man. Eric Church or Kenny Chesney. Nice. Probably just two other amazing concerts that I've gotten to see. Yeah. I've seen... Uh... Yeah. And then my VIP table... Yeah, you and three guests. How many? How many people are at my table? Three, three guests. guests. Yeah, not including the headliner and opener. No, different guys. They'll pop over. Uh, yeah, they'll, okay. they'll, they'll be <laughs> okay. They'll have a beer with us. Yeah. Great. 
You've got all <laughs> um, access, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, this is a great question. Yeah. Um, I want Darius Rucker at my table. I just saw him last Friday in tour. It was awesome. Really? Yeah, he was great. Oh no way. Yeah, he was so. I got him. Hootie's always been one of my favorite bands. Oh, yeah. I think they're just freaking awesome, and he's had such a cool story. I'd like to chill with him. Yeah, of course. Um, let's see. Honestly, I think I'd like Shane McAnally there, the songwriter. Um, he's just a badass mm -hmm. and one of my favorite writers. And uh, let's throw in uh, Mac Brown, the UNC football coach. <laughs> nice. That's that's a good team. That's a good, uh, <laughs> random and good assortment there at the VIP table. Pretty good power trio. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't go with Michael Jordan, you know, Mr. UNC. You know, you know he's yeah, yeah. I'll go he's, old, he's old news. We're yeah. on to we're football school now. It seems like yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, Cooper, it's been great talking to you. It's been great getting to know you. We're really excited to see you on uh, Saturday, August twenty first. In case anyone didn't hear that first couple times, <laughs> tickets are available. Yeah, buy on, tickets. Yeah, buy some tickets. Uh, they're selling well, like you said. Uh, who can't sell ticket uh, tickets on TikTok? I love those videos. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. But if you need them, they're on www.muls.com, or you could just walk up and pay night of at the door. But we're really excited to have you. Any yeah. other? Uh, Can't wait, man. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Thanks, thanks, Victoria, for calling us that day. Yeah, yeah. thank you, Victoria, <laughs> for calling and setting us up. <laughs> yeah, we, we owe her. All right, for great. sure. Can't thank wait to meet you. Yeah, can't wait to meet you, Coop. Thank you, guys. All right. Really appreciate it. Safe we'll travels. Soon. Bye. Peace. Bye.